Radio. Hey everybody, this is Steve. I just wanted to let you know that for all the latest on our podcast, uh, hit us up at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, we're also on Patreon if you want to check that out. But our homepage is with the Age of Radio Network at ageofradio.org slash everything I learned from movies. And if you're looking for some amazing art, check out my wife's Etsy page at untidyvenus.etsy.com. All kinds of great stuff there. Also, follow us at PodCartFest, that's P-O-D-C-A-R-T-F-E-S-T, for our periodic art and podcasting festival that we're going to be hosting. It's, uh, it's actually pretty cool. Check it out. So yeah, on that note, let's get to the show. Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one last plot holes a gratuitous boobies It's time to get busy With your friend Steven Izzy Continuing the last month. It's the last month of 2022. With 1991's The Last Boy Scout. Last Boy Scout. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, babe, what's your history of this movie? Um, I had caught parts of this movie on TV, like, oh. growing up, but... <laughs> I think the first time I watched it all the way through and to end was with my lovely husband. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I've been watching this shit since I was 10. Like, <laughs> dozens, if not maybe hundreds of times. I fucking love this movie. You love this movie. Love it! But, babe, I don't know about you. Hmm? I'm a little thirsty. Oh, that's weird. I'm a little sober. Oh, well, let's take care of that shit. 
Uh, let's go with this one first. <coughs> <coughs> From Ketos Brewing, we have their Wheat Wine Ale. Oh my. Uh, wheat Wine Ale. Uh, 8% alcohol by volume. Uh, Ketos, it means thanks in Finnish and da da da. Yeah. Oh, we've read this before, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah it's Ketos. It's awesome. Uh, oh, here we go. Here we go. We brewed this strong wheat ale using a hard red winter wheat that was grown along the Wasatch Front and malted by our friends at Solstice Malt in Salt Lake City. Oh, local, mm. local malting. Okay. Uh, cheers to you for supporting local brewers, maltster, and farmers. Maltster. That's a that's a that's a job title right there. A, I'm a, I'm gonna join the maltsters union. Who's the maltster? Oh, wait, save it for next week. No. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Matop. Ah! It's top. Nice. And the pool. Yeah. Yeah, nice, uh, yeah. like, golden color. Yeah, beautiful golden oh, color. Oh, okay, well, when, when it gets in there, it gets a little red finish when it's talking about the red, uh, red wheat and whatnot. But yeah, kind of just a orange yeah, almost. A, yeah. Like a dark straw color. Yeah. Has an like off white foamy head. Bubbles are dissipating quickly. Uh, bubbles dissipating quickly. Mmm. Mm, smells great. It smells honestly. It smells like a brewery. Mm-hmm. Like you get the you get the malt, you get the wheat. Steve's going in for the taste. Oh, man, it tastes like a brewery. That's really good. Goddamn. Yeah, it's got that good mouth feel you get from from a wheat ale, but yeah. it's like full bodied. Like it, it's like a like a triple half mm. almost, but. Yeah. Yeah. That's wow. that's a meal in a glass, and I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. That's Ketos Brewing Wheat Wine Ale. Wheat. It's almost got a little fruity note to it. Yeah, on the, uh, <laughs> yeah, on the aftertaste, there's definitely a little... Uh, I guess a fruit, yeah. Like like plum, almost? Yeah, yeah, there we go. Like stone fruit. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, 1991's The Last Boy Scout. Yeah! From director Tony Scott. Who's he, Steve? Wrong brother, Night Bell. Tony Scott, legendary filmmaker. uh, The Hunger, Top Gun, Beverly Hills Cop 2, Days of Thunder, This, True Romance, Crimson Tide, The Fan, Enemy of the State, Spy Game, Man on Fire, Domino, Deja Vu, (laughs) uh, The Taking of Pelham 1, 2, 3, and Unstoppable. (laughs) So, Steve, what are we doing, Domino? (laughs) Got it. When we do have porn month coming up. No. <laughs> fucking stupid movie. Do a uh, Kira Knightley month? No. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, but babe. Babe. I just, she's she's Elizabeth Shue of our generation. Shut the fuck up. Right, so, uh, and then, of course, uh, passed away, oh God, I think it was like 2010 or something like that. Yeah. Far, far too soon. Um, and written... <laughs> By Shane Black. Who's he, Steve? Oh, you know fucking Shane Mr. Black. Mr. Christmas himself. That's right. <laughs> Wait, so this is a Christmas movie, right? Because uh, it's a Shane Black movie? Shit, do they mention Christmas in this one? I mean, it's L.A., so you can never really tell unless someone's wearing a Santa outfit. Wait, was Halle Berry stripping? I doesn't know. No. Uh, I, yeah, I don't think... Oh, shit. Satan Claus. This is a Christmas movie. Oh, shit. This is absolutely a Christmas movie. If you type in, is Last Boy Scout... A Christmas movie is what comes up. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it it is. It's football season. Satan Claus. That's why they're drawing things at yep. school. Yep, yep. It okay. makes total sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's a Christmas tree in uh, in in the diff- in Joe's house. In yeah. Nice. Yeah. See, Christmas movie. Stork. Uh, but yeah, written by Shane Black, Lethal Weapon, Monster Squad, this, Last Action Hero, Long Kiss Goodnight, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Iron Man 3, The Nice Guys, The Predator, and coming soon, apparently Lethal Weapon 5, and Doc Savage. <laughs> Lethal Weapon 5, they really are too old for this shit. <laughs> uh, and here's another one, it's called Play Dirty. Oh. It's about a craftsman and professional thief, Parker, played by Robert Downey Jr., Mm-hmm. who approaches his job with a straightforward, no-nonsense work ethic, and he is also deadly. Is this a Parker remake from that Jason Statham movie that we watched? Maybe? I mean, I'm in. Either way. I mean. <laughs> uh, also written by Greg Hicks. Who's he, Steve? This is his only fucking credit. Oh. One and out of the fucking park. Goddamn. <laughs> uh, but of course, Bruce Willis as Joe Hallenbeck. Damon Wayans as Jimmy Dix. <laughs> uh, Chelsea Field as Sarah Hallenbeck. Who's she? Uh, she's probably best known as Tila from uh, Masters of the Universe. Yeah! <laughs> That's the wife. Uh, Noble Winningham, Halle Berry, Bruce McGill, Kim Coates, Taylor Negron, Danielle Harris, Chelsea Ross, Frank Collison, and, of course, probably the greatest cameo, Joe Santos. That's right. Rockford Files himself Woo! as the police chief. Dennis! Good old Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We were watching this after we watched all the Rockford Files. Yep. And we were like, how did I not know Dennis was in this? And I'm like, because you didn't know I thought that Dennis. motherfucker looked familiar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, babe, how did we watch this? How did we watch this? It was on Tubi. Tubi! Guys, it's on Tubi. You have no fucking uh, excuse. I'm like, I feel like this is something Steve owns. Oh, Steve does own But it. I feel like we also watch commercials. <laughs> yeah. Steve does own this somewhere. Um, but, but yeah, we just watched it on Tubi. And uh, God, this movie starts off at a fucking 10 from the beginning. Because I don't know if you know this, but mm-hmm. Friday night's a great night, night for, for football. football. <laughs> <laughs> How did the NFL or college football or somebody not buy this song off of them? Right. Okay. So I looked into it because I was curious, like, yeah. wait, what, were they just steal the Hank Williams song? And, you know, obviously they're trying to rip it off and he would sue, blah, blah, blah. So uh, fun fact. Fun fact. Super fun fact because it's a fun, fun fact. When the movie was coming out, it was originally NC-17. Oh, my. And so the NFL and Hank Williams, they don't want anything to do with it. Nope. But babe, do you know who sings Friday Night's a Great Night for Football? Who sings it, Steve? Bill Medley. Who's he? Guys. The, he's not the, Joe Walsh. He's not Joe Walsh, <laughs> which is what I, what I always thought growing up. Like, oh yeah, that looks like a Joe Walsh, D. Snyder hybrid or whatever. Uh, he, the fucking Righteous Brothers, man. Yeah. He's half of the Righteous Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Just dressed up with the, yeah, the fucking like braided hair. <laughs> You never close your eyes. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so they asked him to do it, and uh, of course he was like, yeah, sure, what else am I doing? I'm a righteous brother. And uh, (laughs) so then uh, we're in the middle of the game between the Cleveland Cats and the L.A. Stallions. It's in the rain. It's like 
fucking monsoon. Like the ground, <laughs> ground is like mud, and everybody's just dripping and backlit. And, you know, it's Tony Scott in the rain, guys. And uh, it's halftime, and uh, the LA Stallions are down seven when star running back Billy Cole gets a call. <laughs> and uh, we get this uh, th- this voice on the other end that's like, "Hello, William." We better uh, cover the spread or something like that or, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then we see some uh, some cameos by some, you know, legendary broadcasters like Dick Buckkiss, uh, Lynn Swan, uh, I think Keith Jackson was the other guy. Like, there's they're legit people, not just yeah. people playing announcers or whatever. Uh, so, again, this is a movie that can't be made today, aside from a variety of other reasons well, but the yeah. nfl will never lend him this many broadcasters <laughs> oh god the whole premise of this this movie and the whole uh, thing behind it is kind of laughable 30 years later we'll get to it though like but guys okay 1991 set in the stage uh football doesn't even have free agency at this point like i think 93 was the first year when uh reggie white left the eagles to go to the packers because they paid him a shit ton of money which, which I think is the league minimum nowadays. Now that oh I think my. about it, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's changed a lot in thirty years. But you know, whatever. The the script was probably written in eighty four, for all I know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we see uh, Billy Cole. He's uh he's taking a couple pills. You know, getting ready for the second half. Uh, there's also Lal Swan or sorry, Lal Swan, fucking uh, time writer. Lynn Swan's talking to uh, the the owner of the stallion, Shelly Marcone, and of course he's doing that owner shit like. Well, I tell you, the great now football, and, oh, Billy Cole, he's a hero. He's going to save us and give us that lead. Blah, blah, blah. And, and I love how it's like, uh, like instantly like, well, this is probably their final possession, so Billy Cole's really good. I'm like, what the fuck happened in the second half? I thought that was right? a second half interview. But um, they do a nice little uh, quick pass over to Cole. He's in space. He's broken. He's driving. He's going through. People sliding in the mud. Oh, he could go all the... Pulls a fucking gat out. Cow. 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 Oh, like shit. Shoot, shooting guys in the head and the fucking leg. And I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, football. Anyway. <laughs> Friday night. <laughs> America. So, <laughs> so, yeah, he gets the end zone. Uh, takes a knee, you know. Right. Uh, meanwhile, like, yeah, all security guys are, like, riding up on horses and shit. Uh, like, all both the benches clear and, like, go to, like, surround him or whatever. And he uh, looks up and says, ain't laugh a bitch. Head canoe. Oh, <laughs> so dark. Roll credits, guys. What do we think of the last boys? <laughs> no, guys. That, that, we haven't even introduced the main characters yet. Right. All right. So, Steve, just out of curiosity... What would happen if oh, shit, a player yeah. in the middle of like you know what if what if one of what if one of the what if one of the Jets decided he was yeah. tired of his career dying? Zach Wilson just all of a sudden said, "I'm no longer being a backup for the rest of my life. <laughs> I was the number two overall pick. God damn it! <laughs> I'm a backup for the fucking Jets. I might as well go out in style." <laughs> go on. What was your question? No, I, I I've I've thought about this. Um. If a player pulled a gun and started shooting other players, he better be faster than Tyree Kill, because I feel like the swarm of death that would fall upon him 
Because there's only so many bullets, and there's a lot of fucking players on a football team. There are, and they're all big guys. <laughs> and there's security, and there's all the assistant coaches and stuff looking to be a hero. You know, it's, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's going to hear, I'm going to beat you like my that prostitute last week. That's right. <laughs> Ray Rice ain't got shit on me. Wait a minute. <laughs> Steve, cut that. Steve, cut that. <laughs> Whatever happened to Ray Rice? <laughs> oh, by the way, babe, who played Billy Cole? Who's he, Steve? Billy motherfucking Blanks. Tybo Woo! himself. <laughs> guys remember when Tybo killed half an NFL team? <laughs> <laughs> so we got to time later, but it's the morning. And we see uh, Bruce Willis just sleeping in his car. Off to a great start. And, Being uh, hooked by children. That's Yeah, three kids just kind of walk up like, that guy is toe up. And so uh, <laughs> they start fucking with him. They just randomly find a dead squirrel. That, yeah. that, even as a kid, I'm like... Would they just find it just lying on the fucking ground next to them or something? Or One of the neighborhoods I lived in, the squirrels got hit pretty regularly. Like, you could pretty reliably find a dead squirrel in a gutter. Mm. Oh, probably like rat poison and stuff like that, too. Oh, no, they were getting hit. They lived oh, okay. in, there was like a great big tree that was right at the, like, the corner of the quiet street and the busy road. And so they would, like, they were constantly, like, living in that tree and then not yeah. living in the gutter. So wait, when you say hit, like hit by a car, hit by, cars. Hit yeah. by a sniper, okay. hit by, yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, as kids we would sit and wait for the squirrels to appear out of the yeah, giant sequoia. Yeah, the or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> no, they get hit by cars regularly. Yeah. That makes sense. But uh, yeah, so they find this dead squirrel and they throw it on Bruce Willis. No effect. So they're like, man, this guy's fucked up. Hey, grab his watch. So they reach in. Grab Bruce Willis's watch, <laughs> pulls a fucking gun on a kid, and he screams, ah! Ah! <laughs> Fantastic. Shit, shit his pants. They all run off. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we find out Bruce, yeah, Bruce Willis also finds the dead squirrel and just like, ugh, tosses it out the window. Like, what the fuck? Uh, we find out his name's Joe Hallenbeck. He's a private investigator. Uh, he's checking his voicemail. You know, he's, he's got one of those private investigator offices. You know, with the name on the window. Yeah. Uh, lit like it's a 40s noir. Definitely. Uh, Surprised his... he doesn't have a sexy assistant who's like, Hello, Mr. Joe. You have a it call would, from the mayor. It would never work between us, Cindy. He wants that money back here. You left, you, he lent you. Yeah. Yeah, said he gets a little voicemail from his buddy Mike, who's like, hey, I got this new job for you. Surveillance on a dancer, 500 bucks. <laughs> oh, what was he? Uh, she's a three on my finger scale and cut off three of my fingers to get with her or some shit like that. 90s, baby. Um, yeah, what happens from here? Oh, yeah, yeah we cut over. Uh, we're introduced to uh, Jimmy Dix, played by Damon Williams. He's just sitting there, like, staring at this naked chick in a bed, which I th always thought was Halle Berry, but then it's like, Nope, that's just some other girl draped in a, in a in nothing but a blanket, and mm -hmm. he's just you know blowing smoke like I hit that last night. Awesome. Oh yeah. Um, and then yeah, we see he's like wandering out of this mansion, which isn't his. I I mean I assume because we find out he's been suspended for a while and. Uh, I, I don't oh, know. Yeah, no, it, it's, he, like, it's like the team mansion or something because there's like other team guys there, including the guy in the hot tub trying to force a woman to give him a blowjob. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and then like, she, like he goes in the bathroom and starts washing his face, and she's like, "Are you still here?" Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, I guess I am." Yes, I, I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely Harley Quinn in there too. 
<laughs> Who are you going to call? <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, he walks down. There's a guy, uh, you know, forcing a woman underwater to blow him. Uh, so he grabs a football, pelts him in the fucking face. <laughs> and he's like, that's right. Greatest arm in the National League, motherfucker. Yeah, we, we get some exposition, <laughs> you know. But, but well done, exposition. Like, oh yeah, you were kicked out of the league, you fuck. You shouldn't even be here. Pop! Yeah, bloody nose. Yep. So, uh, yeah, we see uh, Joe going home. And, uh, you know, the wife's there. And she's like, oh, I thought you were in Vegas. Um, and, you know, he's like, yeah, I got back early. Yeah. We see the, the, <laughs> the, the wife's there. She's like, well... Your daughter's in trouble. Uh, she is drawing Saint Claus. Here's the picture. Christmas movie, guys. Um, and then Joe's like, so who's the guy in the closet? What? Well, obviously the toilet seat's up. Yeah. And there's steam in the bathroom like someone took a shower, but your hair's dry. And he's not under the bed, so I assume he's in the closet. Who the fuck is he? <laughs> and, and, yeah, we get the whole stand-up like, you're, you're crazy, Joe, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's right, that's right. I'm going to count to three, and then I'm just going to bust a bullet in the closet. <laughs> Look, guys, I, I grew up with a cop. It usually doesn't go to the, I'm going to destroy my own property by firing a weapon in the closet. Yeah. But, but you know, dramatic effect. It's a movie. But, uh, yeah, stuff like that happens all the time. Um, and uh, so, yeah, eventually it's like three, two, one, no! And the guy comes out of the closet. And it's his buddy, Mike. Oh, To which, shit. even when I was a kid, I was like, wait a minute. He just called Mike <laughs> to confirm he wanted to do the surveillance job so he knew he was back from Vegas. Why didn't yeah. he just get the fuck out of there as soon as he knew he was back in town? All right. <laughs> because it's a movie, Steve. Stop. All right. Uh, and all that was like, oh, look, man, uh, Joe, sorry. It just happened. Oh, yeah, it could have happened to anybody. You slipped, well, stuck your dick on my wife. Oh, sorry, Mrs. <laughs> this isn't my week. <laughs> fucking love this movie guys if you can't tell but yeah so then he's like uh joe you're gonna put that gun down like oh yeah this thing uh, that's a fucked up little thing and it basically ends up shooting a wedding photo whatever yeah talking about how like uh most guys with guns end up blowing their own brains out or something yeah and it's like yeah. yeah like all right we get a drama queen <laughs> that's right uh so yeah, both of them were walking out and uh, like, yeah, so you still want that job? Yeah, 500 bucks is 500 bucks. Uh, by the way, head or gut? Gut. Yep. Yeah, yeah, he's like, oh yeah, yep. gut. Gut. Punches him in the gut. <laughs> Fucking Houdini's his ass. And uh, yeah, so then uh, Mike's like, all right, uh, here's the details, blah, blah, blah. Look, I'm sorry. Hops in his car, starts a boom! <laughs> Fucking explode. Shit! And the uh, wife comes running out. Joe! And I'm like, wait, oh, that no. was Joe's car? Oh, no, Joe! What? So, yeah, was that Joe's car? I, I, thought so, it was, I always no. thought it was Mike's car, but for some reason watching it this time, I'm like, wait, was that supposed to be Joe's? Or, or, she or, just or they were tailing Joe. Mike because he knew she was... He, uh, well, spoilers, he's part of this job that's getting people killed, but... Um, yeah, yeah, I think... So, I think it was Mike's car, but she came out screaming Joe. Yeah, just because she figured, oh, shit, it's, Joe did something yeah. stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah because yeah. the confrontation already. Yeah. Because she didn't hear the part where they, like, make basically make up. Oh, that's right. We get the whole, uh, yeah, like, the cops coming over and, uh, you know, like, yeah, I just told him Mike was telling me about a job. Oh, you didn't tell him about the other thing? No, I didn't tell him about the other thing. <laughs> you know, well... 
and then and then yeah no I didn't make myself a fucking I didn't put uh, or I didn't make myself a fucking uh, suspect suspect right yeah. off the bat yeah and and of course and the, the wife she's like look I was lonely and he's like bye dog you're never here Joey blah 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 I can't even get a rise out of you like shut the fuck up Sarah if the police weren't here I'd spit in your fucking face Sarah and I'm like okay you you want the drama in your life got it. Awesome. She just wants to know he even has any emotions about her. Yeah, I guess. It's Bruce Willis. When was the last time he had an emotion? Maybe this movie? He yells a couple times. Uh, Twelve Monkeys. No, I don't fucking know. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, enough of this shit. Let's cut to a strip club. Yeah! Yeah, yeah so we see Jimmy. Uh, he's taking some shots, and he's saying stuff like, to Alex the astronaut, to Alex the architect, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, basically, he sees uh, his girlfriend, Corey, played by Halle Berry. Uh, she's talking to Bruce Willis. <clears throat> and, you know, uh, basically, Bruce Willis, that's the job, is protecting uh, Corey, the dancer, for 500 bucks. But uh, Jimmy don't know anything about that, so he goes over and he's like, hello, buddy, how's it going? And they have a nice little chat, and he's like, don't worry, I'm not moving on to your girl, just... What she need you know needs a little security and she's like and Jimmy's like I'm tough blah 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 he's like I'm I'm sure you are buddy uh, <laughs> oh yeah sorry I never it down oh shit that's right the DJ's Eddie Griffin in this scene yeah <laughs> all right all right all right let's listen <laughs> it's the stage Roger Chantel or whatever welcome <laughs> Chantel to stage seven Chantel stage seven oh that's right and Jimmy even says something to Joe like do you, do you have any idea who I am like yeah you're Jimmy Dix former quarterback for the stallion suspended for gambling you know a bunch of squandered talent or some shit like that and uh jimmy's like well yeah motherfucker but i don't know you you're like yeah don't worry about it and so he takes a punch and joe just catches it and like you know like hey why don't you just have a drink it's on my tab you know blah 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 uh, and said Jimmy, like, takes Corey off the stage and goes and uh, tells DJ... <laughs> what does he say? Like, keep your leprechaun ass up there, <laughs> DJ Andy Griffin. Everybody, uh, everybody, that was Chantel. Yeah, yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, so, the, yeah, the, I, I guess, I don't know, an hour later or whatever, Joe's just waiting for Corey out back at, from changing. And as he, like, sees, like, a, <laughs> a cigarette butt on the ground, he's like... I'm not above it. <laughs> Bends over oh, the ground. Yeah, he's like, like, so I'm a dirtbag, so what? <laughs> yeah. uh, but then he gets clucked from behind and knocked the fuck mm-hmm. out. Yeah, basically, you're somebody's like, all right, get rid of him, get rid of him, get him out of here. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And Jimmy and Corey come walking out like, where the fuck is Joe? Oh, hey, baby, by the way, you're at your birthday present. I might be able to get you all your old job back. And he's like, wait, what? How? She's like, we'll talk about it tonight, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and so uh, Jimmy Don't hops. Don't you worry about it, boy. I got this. That's right. <laughs> so uh, Jimmy hops in his car and follows Corey in her car home, and they drive off. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Joe, he's uh, he's got some pimp motherfucker with a hat, uh, just leading him down the alley to kill him or whatever. <laughs> and then, <laughs> Jesus, this movie's so so horrible, but I love it. Uh, <laughs> basically the guy's like don't worry it won't take too long he's like yeah it's what your wife said last night he's like hey stop talking about my wife like ask me how fat she is (laughs) Uh, how fat is she (laughs) so fat i had to roll around in flour and look for the wet spot (laughs) anyway uh long story short joe then uh grabs a broken ball on the ground stabs the guy in the neck so then we uh cut back to Corey, uh Corey and jimmy you know following each other 
And uh, some a-hole cuts off Jimmy and uh, rear-ends Corey. And uh, she gets out of the car, and even Jimmy's like, don't, don't get out of the fucking car. Guys, don't get out of the fucking car. Don't get out of the fucking car. Uh, especially when uh, then somebody comes out with an AK or whatever, just... Yep, Corey's down. Corey's down. Halle Berry is out of the movie. Yep. And then, uh, and Joey comes in. Fucking guns blazing. Clow, 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 like Danny DeVito. So I started blasting. Two guns going nuts. Yep, and Jimmy, he fucking, like, burns out in his car because he's, like, uh, on the other (laughs) side of a red light or something. And he plows into a guy and, like, cuts him in half or whatever. A little sandwich thing. Um, and then, yeah, Bruce Willis comes in and, like, you know, finishes him off. Uh, and then the cops are, like, instantly there. And I'm like, yeah. I guess they must have been next door to the precinct or something. All right. So then uh, we cut to the police station. Uh, we're introduced to Police Chief Joe Santos. <laughs> That's right. And then we get a little more uh, backstory about Joe. Because oh, yeah? uh, he's talking to, I don't know, some other, I guess some new detective or something who's never met Joe before or something. Because uh, he's like, uh, it, it basically talking about, we're talking about this guy out here. He seems like a piece of shit. Like, no, no, no. That guy right there saved the president once. What? More on that later. What? Yeah, meanwhile, Joe and Jimmy are talking. Um, yeah, basically, he's like, you know, it was a professional hit. Uh, my buddy Mike knew about it. That's why he gave me the job. Uh, you know, we, and yeah, we, yeah, I guess it is right about here. We start getting backstory. They used to be secret service and, uh, you know, we saved the president, but then he got fired by uh, Senator Baynard and we get a nice little flashback as to why that happened. <laughs> That's right. He fucked him to death. No. What happened? Babe? Didn't the set, wasn't the Senator raping a girl? Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was basically having, uh, some rub, yeah he was like hitting her with a belt and shit like that oh, okay. too and it didn't, she didn't seem to be into it um yeah. and so bruce willis went he's like hey get the fuck out of here and just pow and knocks out four of his fucking teeth yeah and uh oh yeah we do also get the line in here where uh J- jimmy asked joe like hey uh you used to play ball you got a nice build <laughs> and joe responds what are you an f slur yeah mm. 91 baby um, <laughs> Steve cut that. <laughs> yep. gonna cut out, Steve's gonna cut out this whole episode. <laughs> Pretty much, it's just gonna be like, and so it's the greatest movie ever. Roll credits. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, so yeah, they 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 decide basically uh, they're gonna go check out Corey's place and see if they can find out. You know, uh, uh, yeah, I think I think Jim mentions uh, Jimmy mentioned something about. Oh yeah, she said she was gonna give me my old job back. Like, well, let's go check out apartments, see if we can find out what's going on. <laughs> And uh, Dick's course is tagging along. Well, yeah, because he's like, uh, oh, yeah, I installed the security system myself if you want to bypass it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, they basically get to the apartment, and uh, it's already been turned. Like, all the furniture's turned over, all the drawers pulled out. I'm like, all right, let's uh, go through here and see what we can find. Uh, basically, we find out that Corey used to date uh, LA, uh, Stallion's owner, Shelly Marcone, which, gross, because he's like, 70 and <laughs> but you know he's also a billionaire so yeah she yeah. look she's trying to get ahead in life that's right i'm not saying she's a gold digger you're not Mm-mm. just as so she likes that money that's right and uh oh yeah, that's right. yeah they're looking around jimmy finds these pictures of uh oh yeah marcone and uh boehner together and they start putting it together like oh yeah i guess they were gonna blackmail but 
uh, blackmail the two of them, but what? Oh, maybe it's on this tape here. So they put a tape in uh, Joe's tape deck. And, you know, it's a, like, recorded phone call, like, Oh, Shelly Mark, <laughs> send a banner. It's Shelly Marcone. Please don't use my name. Oh, no one's ever going to hear this call in the courtroom, <laughs> I guarantee. Right. <clears throat> and then Jimmy's like, all right, this is some boring bullshit, and, like, starts fast-forwarding it, and uh, Joe's like, No, 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 it'll eat the tape! It'll eat the fucking tape! Uh, so the tape's ruined, and I, even as a kid, I'm like, Oh, that's not ruined. Like, maybe that section is ruined. You just cut that piece out, sent you back together. You've still got... 98% of your evidence there? Yeah. Roll credits, guys. What do we think of The Last Boys? No, no, no. There's still more movie. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, they figure they're going to blackmail blackmail him. That's going to get him his old job back. And then uh, Jimmy's like, all right, I'm going to head out of here. I'm going to take Corey's car. And uh, it takes him like a minute. And then Joe's like, wait a minute. That wasn't Corey's car? <gasps> no, 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 don't, 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 get, don't get in the car. And I uh, guess they're just in time to, you know, find the C4, like, connected to the starter. And uh, <laughs> basically then two guys walk up and uh, they're like, hello, gentlemen. And so we see uh, Joe put the, the C4 on two well-placed prongs just in the trunk of his car. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm, sure it's, I'm sure it's a recall of something from that, uh, that model. And, yeah, they basically are like, hey, we want the envelope with the tape in it. And... Uh, and uh, Joe's like, well, sorry, it's in the trunk. Like, cool, give me the keys. And Joe tosses the keys. Whoops! I was fucking stupid. All right, shoot the trunk open. So yep. I shoot the trunk open. Of course, it's C4. Boom! But Joe and Jim, they're jumping down this random-ass hill that was apparently next to where they were parked. Yeah. And the car comes tumbling after. And then once again, the cops are immediately there. Like, they don't oh, yeah. have time to, like... I don't think the car has stopped rolling and the cops are already there. Babe, LAPD is tailing him. I mean, it's probably just, good practice. They just follow Joe around. They know shit's about Chief to happen. Chief Joe Santos is like, hey, follow those guys. Mm-hmm. You, you, stay within a couple blocks. You'll hear the explosion. Right? Yeah. As soon as you hear something explode, you uh, you be there. Um. See, so, and Jimmy, like, scrams out of there. Uh, Joe's like, don't worry, I'll take this one. Just get out of here. I may need you to bail me out or something. And, uh... <laughs> Yeah, Chief's angry. He's like, oh, all these dead bodies keep popping up around you, and you know, blah blah blah. And uh, he leaves the room, and then that other detective guy is like, I just want to shake the hand of the man that saved the president. I respect what you did. You know, that, you know that whole scene in the movie. <laughs> um, yeah, so the car's blown up along with all the evidence and stuff they had inside. I'm like, okay, now that makes sense. <laughs> yep. I'm like, hey, you just piece that tape back together. No, nah, okay, yeah, yeah. C four took care of that. Nice job. Uh, but yeah, Jimmy's just waiting outside the police precinct for him, and he's like, oh, cool. I'm gonna go home and take a shower. You wanna come meet the family? Sure. Uh, so we're introduced to his 13-year-old daughter, Darian, played by Danielle Harris. Scream queen, baby! Woo! Um, and of course, she's watching Lethal Weapon, as any 13-year-old should do. Yeah. And, uh, it's a TV version, obviously, right? <laughs> a lot I don't of know, it was the torture for, torture scene. Oh yeah, was it? Eh, it's probably edited. A lot, lot of melon farmers in that movie, from what I remember. But yeah, um, Dorian and Joe, they get in a little fight. Like, yeah, you stupid, I hate you, man. And uh, yeah, the wife shows up too. Uh, I don't know, Jimmy's looking around the house. He sees pictures of him with uh, President Jimmy Carter, which had me thinking like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. All right, so we find out later he saved the president. And we assume it's Jimmy Carter. This movie takes place in 91. Uh-huh. 
which means, uh, see, Carter was president from 77 to 80, 81, something like that. Mm-hmm. So it would have been 11, 11 to 15 years earlier. Darian's 13. Yeah. And we see, we see a flashback of when uh, he's in the hospital after saving the president or something. And she's, what, six, seven years old? Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, this was written in like 84, 85. Um, and they just didn't want to update it with a Reagan impersonator. Instead, they got that uh, Ed Ed Beheller or whatever, whose <laughs> apparently career is Jimmy Carter impersonator. Good for him. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. That was the first thing where it was just doing some math. And I was like, okay, yeah, this was written like five, six years earlier. You know, Predator and all those uh, Lethal Weapon was huge, huge hits. And uh, they're like, well, I got this last Boy Scout script. Fuck. Yeah, do it. But yeah, um, <clears throat> where was I? Oh yeah, Jimmy even like asked Joe right there in like the kitchen, like five feet from the rest of the family. Like, yeah. So you getting divorced, man? Ah, fuck, I don't know. Sky's blue, water's wet. I love my wife. And uh, so they take a shot to Alex the accountant, and uh, Joe's like, "What the? Who the fuck is Alex? Alex was my son." And then we get the the backstory of Jimmy Dix. Yeah. I was married once before, before Corey. And uh, she was eight months pregnant. And the pickups left the road and killed her. And uh, Alex was alive for 17 minutes before he died. Just long enough for one little dream. Wonder what he's dreaming about, but he could have grown up to be anything. An accountant, astronaut, I don't know, some sort of porn director, whatever. No, I don't know. <laughs> I mean... I assume that's what happens to most football players' kids. Like, I'm porn directors? Yeah. That's a lot of kids. Uh, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, then uh, after that little moment, we get a, I'm going to go take a shower, okay? Yeah, yeah, cool. You smell like shit. Cool. Uh, so you see him in the room, and he's got some pills. And uh, Joe comes in. Oh, hey, Jimmy, I got some towels for you. And then he just fucking decks Jimmy. Yeah. Like, don't you bring that shit in my house. Get the fuck out of here. He's like, hey, what do you mean? I threw this shit to get by. I got hooked on painkillers when I was a player. And then it was fucking wife dying, man, blah, blah. And, and then he starts saying shit where it's like, yeah, this uh, this is all true. You know why there's an injury report in the football? <laughs> an injury report for football and no other sports? Because they want an accurate spread for gambling. Guys, it's going to come up later. Oh, well, and he says, like, yeah, the, they're allowed to, like, bet on me. But if I place a bet on myself, suddenly I'm out of the league. That's right. And then you push it to you blow your fucking brains out just like Billy Cole. And I'm like, oh, shit, the brother oh, Billy Cole. Shit. <laughs> was that a year ago, two years ago? doesn't matter. <laughs> was it during the Carter administration? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so then, uh, you know, J- Jimmy gets kicked out of the house. You know, he's like, get the fuck out of here. Don't, you know, see you again, blah, blah, blah. But uh, Darian, she's wasting outside. He's like, hey, sorry, I'm such a bitch in there. Hey, you're Jimmy Dix, right? Can I, can I get your autograph? You're like my dad's hero. Like, you know, he, he stopped uh, watching football once you got kicked out. Does he punch all of his heroes? And then we look at the card. Babe, what does it say? Oh, uh, to the daughter of the last Boy Scout. Yeah! A roll credits. Guys, what do we think? Nope, there's still more. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, God damn it, Steve. Get to the end of the movie already. <laughs> roll credits. So next morning, uh, <laughs> next morning, Jimmy uh, just goes out to his car. I assume he's heading over to Starbucks. And three guys show up like, wait, is this the guy? Yeah, this is the guy. This is the guy. This is Jimmy Dix. Like, how the fuck you know my name? 
Uh, and these three guys just toss him off of a fucking bridge. Yep, or overpass. Or, yeah, he'll overpass into oncoming traffic. Yeah, he lands on a goddamn car. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh shit, he didn't die. Well, just walk away, I guess. <laughs> well, I guess we'll do this next time. Yep. So then uh, we cut back to Joe's house. Ding dong. And Joe's like, who the fuck's waking up this early? He's getting fucking tased by some guy. We find out his name to Milo. And they, uh, him and a couple guys, like, throw him in the, I think they throw him in the trunk or, like, the back of a car or something. He, anyway, <laughs> he, he was, like, knocked out. But then uh, there's some cars rolling up. Oh, that's right. This is around the time uh, Chief Santos, he's like, uh, yeah. he's like, wait a minute. Uh, that's right. He, he got told something like, oh, yeah, Mike was there all night uh, the morning before he showed up. Like, Mike was fucking his wife. So he killed Mike. That makes sense. Uh, I mean, it's, you know, it's circumstantial at best, but keep an eye on him. Uh, so then when he gets tased Bring in front of his house. questioning. Yeah. So the guy rolls up and he's like, hey, hey guys, something wrong? Like, yes, officer, there's too many bullets in this gun. Clack, 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 clack. Oh, Joseph, you just killed a bunch of cops. Oh, no. You know, whatever. Oh, yeah, this is where we get the flashback of him uh, saving Carter and, uh, the uh, Darian with yep. like a little picture and everything. This is you, Daddy. Yeah, he wakes up in some mansion, tied to a chair. He's like, "What? What the fuck?" And uh, get this guy like slapping him around, like, "Hey, hey, wake up, wake up." Yeah, hey, gonna have a cigarette? Yeah, sure. Gonna get a light? Punch right in the face! Woo! <laughs> oh, I'm the shit. This guy ain't shit. Who <laughs> said be careful with him? Shut the fuck up, hot dog guy from the happening. <laughs> fuck that guy. Yeah, Frank Carlson, maybe. I like hot dogs. Hot dogs dogs. are nutritious. Hot dogs get a bad rap. Fucking stupid ass movie. Fuck that movie. (laughs) God damn you, M. Night. (laughs) For a movie we hate, we bring it up a lot, though. We sure do. It's so fucking stupid. Well, and this Frank Collison guy pops up in all these movies we watch. Oh my god, right? It's like he's the Clint Howard of... (laughs) something. (laughs) Yep, it's cliche for a reason. Frank Frank Collison, the Clint Howard of something. <laughs> it's like he's a Clint Howard of movies. <laughs> yeah, Joe's like, I seem to have dropped my cigarette. Can I get another one? And I'm gonna need a light. If you touch me again, I'll fucking kill you. Yeah. And then, pow, he gets punched in the face. Ah ha ha! Boom, baby! Uh, so then Joe steps up and uh, fucking palm punches his fucking yeah. nose into his brain. Clink! Yep. <laughs> and I like how a hot dog guy's like, oh, oh fuck, you fucking killed him. You fucking killed him. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Milo walks in. He's like, what happened here? Like, who fucking killed Jake or whatever the fuck his name is. And he's like, oh, Joseph, you're being naughty. That was an awfully big risk. <laughs> yeah. But then uh, owner of the stallion, Shelly Marcone, walks into the room. <laughs> Because apparently it's his pool and he's just going in for a dip while doing, you know, sinister Bond villain shit. Um, and this is where he basically, uh, you know, gives away his plan where he's basically like, well, you know, uh, these damn these damn kids in free agency just want more money. And I got to bribe all these politicians to legalize sports gambling so I can get my cut. And as I've written down, this uh, episode is brought to you by DraftKings. Use code EILFM. <laughs> DraftKings to save 10%. We wish. Shit. DraftKings, hit us up. Yeah, sports gambling. <laughs> and he even mentions, uh, and then, uh, you know, there's one guy I couldn't get to do it, and it's Senator Baynard. 
he wanted like 10 times as much as all the other politicians. He wants $6 million. You're like, yeah, that sounds about right. Right. That's why I'm going to frame you for his murder, Joe. Woo! Because everybody knows you hate that cocksucker. <laughs> and you know what? You already killed a cop. I got this plan going. You're fucked. And I'm like, yeah, you kind of are, Joe. <laughs> Sucks to be you. Anyway. Meanwhile, uh, Jimmy, he's uh, staking out Baynard's place. Um, and yeah, uh, he, he's just sitting there like, oh, come on, come on, Joe. We ain't got to do something around this. And then Darian pops up with a fucking puppet. <laughs> like, oh, shit. And it scares the shit out of him, like, oh, yeah, my dad's a cop. That's why I trailed you, remember? <laughs> Duh. And, like, well, all right, well, get the fuck in here and uh, find out Darian also brought a gun along with her. Oh, shit. Again, her dad's a cop. Uh, and they see a limo pulling out of Baynard's place, like, all right, shit, get in the car. Let's go, let's go. And they start following it into the woods. And uh, meets up with Milo and a bunch of other guys. And uh, you see there's some guy taking photos of this exchange in the woods, you know, uh, you know, they're exchanging a briefcase, and uh, basically they pull a little switcheroo where it's like, yeah, this case has $6 million in it. Wait, any guys check to frisk this guy? And then you see the trunk rotate, and there's another one, and this one's loaded with C4. And so it's in a case being taken to, yeah, that's right, Baynard's not there. It's like his bodyguard, but I guess he's taking it to Baynard at the Coliseum for the Stallions game that night. There you go. And yeah, Jimmy, he's found in the woods, and uh, basically, like, who's this son of a bitch? I don't know. Kill him, bury him, bury him both. Get Joe out of here. He's he's no longer used. We've got the photos. We're good. But then, uh, babe, who, who walks out of the woods? Oh, uh, Mr. Whiskers and Darian, or That's... Mr. Meow Meow, Mr. Fluffers, Mr. Yeah. Tomcat. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Fluffy what? Tomcat? Yeah, yeah, it was like Fluffy Cat or something. Yeah, yeah, it's like, hello, mister. I'm Darian. Oh, Fluffy this is Tom. Fluffy Tom. Yeah. Fluffy Tom. Can you make him talk? And of course, Joe's like, get get, get this kid out of here. She doesn't need to see any of this shit. No, the kid stays. <laughs> I like it, Joe. Make the fucking cat talk. Yeah, so then uh, yeah, she hands the, hands the puppet over to Joe. We get a nice little tight five of riddles from Joe. Like, why did Mr. Milo cross the road? This stick was stuck in a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> oh, terrible. Uh, but yeah, long story short, basically there was a gun in the puppet. Pow, pow, pow! It takes a couple guys and there's a shootout. Oh, shit! And then there's a fucking car chase through the woods and down the winding mountain roads. Over the river and through the woods. Yeah, then one car just tumbles off the side of a cliff. And then two were driving down side by side. One with Joe and Jimmy and everybody in it. The other one with Milo and the whole fucking crew. And, and it goes down into the fucking backyard. One goes flying off the fucking shed. Fucking clears. The other one. Splash into a pool. And instantly starts on fire. And then Joe walks up. Like, you think they're dead? Pop, 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 pop. Well, they are now. And, uh, yeah, apparently Joe at this point in the lead scene decides, hey, Darian, stay with this guy. He's going to call the cops and then they'll take you to safety. I got to get to the Coliseum before it blows up. All right. Oh, they do do the smart thing and get the, uh, the $6 million briefcase out of the back of the burning car, though. Like, shoot, oh, shoot open yeah. the trunk and get yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, so then, uh, the... <laughs> that's right. Like, hey, we need to borrow your car. No, no, sorry, man. Look, give me the, <laughs> give me the keys or I'm going to kill the kid. Daddy? Oh. Uh, uh, Alright, fine, fine. Here, take the car. <laughs> Guys, this movie's fucking great. I... So good. I mean, I have notes. Most of it's just coming off memory. I fucking love it. 
Uh, so yeah, guy uh, calls the cops and you know tells them like I don't know Joe Howland back uh, some asshole. I shot a couple guys in my backyard and <laughs> oh shit, the guy just got shot ah! by who? It's Milo. That's right, he's still alive, oh! and now he has Darian. Yeah, why did they leave Darian <clears throat> with the stranger? Be- because he was gonna call the cops and the cops would come get her and take her to safety. Okay. Because they thought Milo and everybody in the car was dead because, you know, it exploded in a goddamn pool where no one can breathe and they were shot a bunch of times, apparently. That's right. He shot through the windows, too. Yeah. 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 Plot. Plot. Uh, see what happens here. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah, Darian's now a hostage. Uh, Jimmy and Joe, they're chasing down the, uh, the limo that has the C4 in it. (laughs) <laughs> um and yeah the I, I mean it's one of those things you <laughs> i mean they're trying to like yell at him like oh it's bulletproof glass they'll never even hear you blah 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 and he's it's like trying to draw pictures of bomb it's like just right there's a bomb in the trunk yeah it's very simple but instead it's like it looks like a cherry with a bunch of lines coming out of it and they spell bomb b-o-m like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> uh so yeah they like show that to him and the bodyguard like Basically starts opening fire on him, which is bold. Bold for a bodyguard. <laughs> on a fucking freeway or whatever. Like, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you, a bomb means fuck you in Polish. Yeah, which, probably not true, but... Babe, look it up? No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, so anyway, they're uh, trying to chase down the limo. And I think that's where we get the line, I swear, if I fucking survive this, I'm gonna do a jig. What? I'm gonna dance a fucking jig, I swear to Christ. Make him up later. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, Joe eventually, uh, he, he pulls his gun and starts shooting out the tires, the limo. Uh, apparently he just kills the fucking guards inside, like, boom, yeah. fuck you. And, uh, yeah, they get the, uh, the suit, the briefcase or whatever. But then, ring, 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 ring. There's a call. And it's Milo. And he has Darian. Oh, no! Ah! And they grab a bomb case and, uh, a pack of shredders. Babe, what are shredders? What are shredders? Yeah, they're, they're basically shotgun oh, shells right. with the extra... Uh, extra Shrapnel? Yeah, extra shrapnel. Like, basically, they become shrapnel easier. They're used for like a lot of things. Like They say like shooting down doors and stuff, but they're they're, they're for pointing yeah. and spraying. They're, yeah. they're for murdering people, yeah. Yeah, they're yeah, for, exactly. Yeah, they're, you really want to tear up a ju- uh, middle school? This is how you do it. There you go. <laughs> That's Shredders, brought to you by everything I learned now. Uh, so yeah, we get to the Coliseum and the game's starting. Woo! And uh, Jimmy and Joe, they go to meet up with... Uh, they like sneak into Marcone's suite and he's just sitting there waiting for him, which makes a lot of sense. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he's like, oh yeah, your daughter Darian's here too. It's okay. And he basically says, oh yeah, and Milo's out there. He's gonna shoot Baynard in the fucking head. It's not even gonna matter if I don't have the C4. <laughs> And basically, I'm like, okay, super Bond villain much. But, uh, yeah, long story short, he starts talking about, oh, J- Jimmy, I remember when you played for me. Best hand in the National League, right? You had a million dollar arm. Yep. And shoots him in the fucking hand. Ah, fuck! You lack discipline, son. Walk it off. Or some shit. Like, whatever. And then he's like, well, I guess, uh, take care of these fuckers. Get them out of here. You know, blah, blah, blah. He's like, well, you f- maybe you forget about the six million dollars. Uh, that shit blew up in the car. Did it? Where is it? All right, it's in a white BMW out front, blah, blah, blah. 
I, I am also in the possession of a tape that'll bring down your whole thing. And he's like, and I suppose if you don't make it out here safely, it goes to the cops. No, actually, it goes to the mob. And uh, I think they'd be a little upset that they're saying to lose like $10 billion in sports gambling. And it's like, guys, <laughs> anyway, I follow the money with gambling. It's all a fucking scam. All the politicians and mob are all mobbed up. That, that's why sports gambling is legal just about everywhere now. That's DraftKings.com. <laughs> Promo code EILF movies. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, but he's basically like, basically if you had this tape, uh, you know, uh, you'd have already done it and you would have told me like, all right, any other ideas? And uh, I, I don't know, like Jimmy punches Joe like, you got me fucked up here. Look, 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 okay. Uh, the, the, the keys and a locker and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, cool. There's a key to a locker that has the money. And he's like, cool, hand me the keys. And he throws the keys into the fireplace. And he's like, but you gotta be careful. It's one of those new keys. The kind that shred. What? Hit the deck. <laughs> bah, 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 fucking explosions. And we see this guy on fire as the shootout goes out in the owner's box, basically. Bah, 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 bah. And like, run, get the fuck out of here. And uh, Marcone, he's, he's fucking out of there. Like, he's already heading out to his limo. Yeah, but uh, but he sees next door a white BMW with like the window blind. He's like, "Oh, this son of a bitch! There's a briefcase in the back. He was bu he wasn't bullshitting." So he grabs the briefcase and takes it along with him. And there you go. So then uh, Joe's like, "All right, we gotta get the senator's box and save him before Milo pops in his face." And uh, you know, basically figures out Milo's up in the lights. Cause, yeah, fucking Marcone said something like, yeah. "Let's just say he's in an enlightened position." <laughs> obviously, he's in the lights. So he's climbing up there. Um, Meanwhile, uh, uh, Jimmy, he's going to find cops to, like, you know, alert, alert him the senator's going to be shot, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but, of course, the easiest way to do that is go on the field, steal a fucking horse, trot along, grab a ball, throw it up at the senator. Just as the cyber bullet gets there, pop! <laughs> you know, hits the senator in the face and the bullet misses and uh, Milo's like, shit, I missed! And then just starts fucking unloading in a stadium, apparently. <laughs> but I don't know where those bullets were going because they weren't even... I, I don't even think they were going to the senator's box. He was just kind of spraying in anger or something. But then Joe comes out of left field. And they fight. And they're in the scaffolding. And uh, the cops are just kind of like looking up the ground. Like, oh, what's going on there? Oh, I don't know. And, <laughs> and yeah, basically Joe and Milo, they're fighting. And that's right. There's like a chopper that gets up there and is like, hey, you, stop, blah, blah, blah. And Milo's like unloading on him and blah, blah, blah. So they like, I don't, I don't know, get out of the way, like duck down a little lower or whatever. And then, uh, yeah, Joe just fucking drop kicks Milo or something. He goes falling off the scaffolding into the blades of the chopper. <laughs> and thousands of fans are just raining. <laughs> Milo just raining oh. all over him. It's fucking oh, great. Everybody's going to have to get HIV tested after oh. this. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Oh. Maybe, maybe not full-blown AIDS, but Milo had STDs. That's for damn sure. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Milo reminds me, okay... You never watched the, oh, was it the fucking, uh, the Phantom uh, cartoon that was on MTV? I didn't. He reminds me of, like, all the male characters on that show. Just sort of pansexual? Just, yeah, just, yeah, anyway. I don't know. So, yeah, um, Senator was saved. Uh, Marcone's still free, but Milo's dead. They made it. They survived. Woo! Until the cops shoot him later, no. Right. Uh, so, Bruce Willis gets up, starts doing a jig. And the crowd starts cheering for some reason, even though, like, 
it's literally raining Milo on them, and there's gunfire yeah. and chaos and what's he know. doing? Looks like he's dancing. Yeah. So then, uh, <laughs> then we cut to the aftermath, and uh, you know, Baynard, he's like, "I won't, Joe, you're arrested." How did Joe not get shot? By the way, they had the oh. guns ready, and they oh, they fired at him. Like, yeah. like when Milo's fired, they were fired. Like, no, don't shoot! Oh, that's right. They're, they're like the two or three cops that got up there. He's like, no, don't shoot! And they just like hit the ground. But then Milo killed the cops. And yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. Trust me, they would have just shot everybody and you know made up a story later. I mean, cops don't do that. <laughs> uh, uh, well, he's oh, white. I can't believe my camera was turned off. What luck! Uh, so yeah. Anyway, aftermath. Uh, Baynard, yeah, Baynard wants Joe arrested. Uh, Joe says, header gut. He's like, what? And so he punches him in the head and then uppercuts him instead of Woo! fucking flying. And I'm like, yep, Joe's definitely not arrested for assaulting a senator. Got it. Uh, the wife arrives. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the fucking uh, romantic music starts swelling up. And she's like, I'm sorry, Joe. And, babe, we get one of the sweetest, most sincere fucking monologues you're ever going to hear in a movie. Steve, I'm sorry. Shut the fuck up, Sarah. Shut the fuck up. You're a whore. And if the cops weren't here, I'd spit in your fucking face. Oh, Steve! And they embrace and kiss. Oh, yeah, it's fucking great, guys. It really is, like, tender music swell for the fuck you, Sarah. And, like, oh. the eyes getting all doughy. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, he fucking He cares! He finally cares! And so, the yeah, Joe Santos walks up and he's like, Hey, Joe, uh... Where's this uh, bomb case you're talking about? Like, oh yeah, it's in the back of the car. There ain't shit back here. Check oh. the trunk. Oh yeah, check the trunk. Found the one here filled with money. <laughs> oh shit, Marcone got the wrong case. <laughs> we then cut to Marcone in his palatial estate in the hills of Hollywood. Hey, what happens? That's right. Opens up suitcase. Woo! And they see this fucking like mushroom cloud basically in the hills. <laughs> and everybody else around Joe and Jimmy are just like, what What? What the fuck was that? Something just exploded. People are dying. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, we can see it from here. Oh, the Hollywood Hills are ablaze again. Millions will be evacuated. Hundreds will die. Oh. <laughs> we then cut to the next morning at Joe's house. And uh, Joe and Jimmy are walking along the sidewalk. Everything's back to normal. And uh, Joe's like, hey, uh, Jimmy, might be looking for a partner. You know anybody who might be interested? And uh, he's like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know I don't know about this being detective thing. Like, ah, there's, or there's this private eye thing. He's like, ah, there's nothing to it. I mean, it is the 90s, so you gotta got to have a nice quip every t anytime you do something. <laughs> like, like, you know, if uh, about to hit somebody with a surfboard, you got to say, surf's up, man. You got it. Oh, Jimmy, old Satan Claus, he's out there. And you gotta be prepared. That's my motto. Be prepared. Roll credits. Cause he's the last Boy Scout. Get that's it. right. Ah! Get it. Guys, that's the last fucking Boy Scout. Babe, would you recommend this movie? I don't know if I would fuck the last Boy Scout, but yes, I would recommend the movie The Last Boy Scout. Yeah, guys, it's fucking great. It's on Tubi. You owe it to your fucking self. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Possibly <laughs> the greatest fucking movie ever made. I mean, it's this or dirty work, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, or Congo. <laughs> I mean, let's say, uh, let's say action comedy uh, uh, cop duo or, or, or what the fuck. Buddy cop? Yeah, buddy cop movie. De definitely up there. 
It's like, yeah, this is your favorite buddy cop movie. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, even better than like Lethal Weapon and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's like this and like, <laughs> I'm trying to think of like non-Shane Black movies because I'm like, oh yeah, Long Kiss Goodnight's fucking great. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> The Nice Guys. Oh fuck, he wrote that one too. Son shit. of a bitch. Um, <laughs> the Rockford Files. Wait, I think I think I think Forty Eight Hours was before him. So yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because that opening song. That's what just pulls you in. I mean, I mean, it's definitely a great way to start. That's for sure. Because, babe, I don't know if you know this. Friday night's a great night for football. Right, on that note, we're gonna take a quick commercial break uh, for a nice little promo from DraftKings. But in the meantime, but when we come back, oh, babe, Steve, more beer. What? Fun facts <gasps> and what we learned from the last Boy Scout. The last Boy Scout. Hey everybody, are you looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays? Do you like supporting the arts? Well then you need to check out untidyvenus.etsy.com The top one-stop shop that always pops her top. Are you a fan of dinosaurs? Snacks? Dinosaurs made out of snacks? Movie monsters? Unicorns? Cats? Dogs? Rats? Shrimp? Pokemon? Tie-dye? Paracord bracelets? Paracord dog leashes? Enamel pins? Coloring books? Block prints? Watercolor? Pet portraits? Buttons, magnets, stickers, bottle openers, artist trading cards, or really anything else that's awesome? Then stop on by untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. New items are popping up all the time, so be sure to follow her on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at untidyvenus. Or visit her website at izzycreates.com for the latest. Did I mention the Snackosaurs? How about Gary the Unicorns? Untidyvenus.etsy.com, the goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Check it out now. Hey everybody, this is Jason and Jeff and Blake. And we're the History of Bad Ideas podcast. And if you like hearing uh, geeks talk about Fisto from He-Man or zombies or dragons or zombie dragons, I was given copy to read, but it's a piece of crap. So if you just like any geek or any fun stuff, just listen. We drop every Wednesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Tangent Bound Network. Or WeBeGeeksPC.com. Oh, God, I'm out of here. And remember to wear a coat. I love the smell of movies in the morning. There's no feeling in podcasts. There's no feeling in podcasts. This podcast will be quite operational when your friends subscribe. Feels. Real feels. Not the feels. Not the feels. Out of all the podcasts I've encountered, Real Feels was the most human. Hey, it's Drew. And Nathan. And Jack. Hey, guys, and we're the Real Feels Podcast. We come to you every other Wednesday with a brand new movie of a different genre every single time. So make sure to catch us on iTunes, Podbean, and any other podcatcher out there. You're the realist. And the feelist. Come to Yeha. Hi there, I'm Galen Howard, also known as that mustache guy from that one Weezer video where I eat a bunch of cannoli. And you're listening to everything I learned from movies. And we're back. Oh, my God, Steve. Those are the greatest ads that I've added. In the history of adding. Oh, she's at it. They get better every week. Definitely sports gambling. Yeah. Everybody oh. sports gambling. Yeah. Babe. Steve. I don't know about you. Mm-hmm. I'm a little thirsty. Oh, I'm still pretty sober. Excellent. Well, uh, let's see. From New Belgium Brewing, uh, we have the Voodoo Ranger Imperial IPA. Nine percent alcohol by volume, ba ba ba, and available at Seven uh, Elevens in Colorado. <laughs> Colorado, it's what Utah should be. Uh, it really my is. My top. Oh, his top. Nice. 
and the pool. Oh yeah, beautiful golden colored beer. Really, really beautifully clear. Especially for an IPA, usually they're uh, especially double or imperial IPA. Usually they're a little cloudy. Yeah. Have a gorgeous off-white foamy head. Lots of large bubbles dissipating quickly. Large bubbles dissipating quickly. Ooh. Oh, yeah. you smell the malt, but you definitely get those like that piney hop aroma. Yeah, big. It's big bodied. You can smell it just just from the aroma. Oh yeah. Steve's mm. got in for the sip. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely get a good hop characteristic in there, but yeah, definitely also uh, malt forward, like you get little caramel notes and stuff like that. And oh yeah, man, the alcohol burn just uh, really uh, gets it up in the nostrils and everything. Makes it nice and effervescent. Oh yeah, this is a mm. delightful beer. Damn, it's the Voodoo Ranger Imperial IPA from New Belgium Brewing, Fort Collins, Colorado. I won't lie, I'm not a huge fan of the original Voodoo Ranger. But I really, really like all the spinoffs. Yeah, yeah, they're all pretty good. I, I like Voodoo Ranger, too. I Voodoo but... Ranger's, like, fine. It's not my favorite from New Belgium. Yeah, they yeah, make some good ones out there. <clears throat> well, babe. Steve. Would you, by chance, be interested in any fun facts? Mm, I don't know. I really am only in the mood for fun facts, super fun facts, because fun, fun facts. Well, babe, you're in luck, because... Rotten Tomatoes! What do you think the critics thought of The Last Boy Scout? Oh, goodness. I kind of think that the... Oh, I don't know. Is this before or after... Um, oh, this is after Die Hard, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go with 65%. 46% with the critics. Oh, really? Fuck you, critics. Yeah, but nobody gives a fuck about the critics. What fuck about that audience? Critics. Woo! About that audience score, baby. Oh, it better be 85. 68. Mm, one more and it could be 69. <laughs> we need to jump on a vote. Help right. us make this happen. That's right. Give us that 69 bump. Uh, $43 million budget. Worldwide gross. 59.5. Technically a flop. But uh, played in syndication forever on TV and stuff. With, you know, a few edits here and there, obviously. But, um... Yeah, always a regular in the, the Condor household. That's for goddamn sure. Nice. Uh, with this film, Shane Black became the first writer to sell a spec script for $1 million. Oh, a shit. According to Time Magazine, he was originally offered $2.25 million by Corelco Pictures, but decided to go with Warner Brothers for the lower but still record-setting bid of $1.75 million. Oh, shit. So that he could work with Joel Silver, who had also produced his script for Lethal Weapon. This record stood for 67 days until Corelco purchased a screenplay by Joe Esterhouse, which became Basic Instinct. Oh, shit. Any guess how much they paid for that script? I don't know. $3 million. Good for him. Right? Uh, Shane Black's original script was very different from the final film. It had a more dark tone with more violence. And almost the entire second half of the script was completely different, including <gasps> Milo being a snuff film director, killing oh, an entire family in a scene, a boat chase, an additional shootout at Joe's house, and saving Joe's wife and daughter from Milo with a chainsaw in a snuff film. 
Like, oh my Milo God. being killed with a chainsaw while the cameras are rolling. I want this version. If you're, they're, <laughs> since they're into doing remakes, if you had to remake this movie, I want that ending. Oh shit! Who stars in a remake? Who who's oh. the Bruce, Bruce Willis of our day? Hmm. I feel like it's got to be one of the Hemsworths. Uh, little Liam. Mm-hmm. Mm. Although, I mean, if we're going for uh, somebody who started out good and then is slowly not giving a crap, maybe... Uh, uh, Don't say Russell Crowe. No, no. <laughs> no he's... He's too old now. <laughs> he's dead to me. Who? No. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he die? No, no, no. Um, Chris Pratt. He's killing his own legacy. Oh. <laughs> I mean, Chris Pratt's not a bad choice <laughs> I think about it. And then who's uh who's Jimmy Dix, the quarterback? Oh <laughs> What's the Sean Watson up to? <laughs> <laughs> Go Cleveland Browns. Fucking idiots. Um Oh, uh Childish Gambino. Oh shit, Donald Glover? Why not? Sure, why not? Yeah, yeah, why not? He works out. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean Michael B. Jordan's always a good choice, but he can't be That's in true. every movie. Uh, you know who was considered for Jimmy Dix? And Halle ba- Berry's still just Halle Berry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> who uh, was considered for Jimmy Dix? Mel Gibson was considered for Jimmy Dix as the quarterback thrown out of the league, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it makes sense. If that You think that's like Lethal Weapon 2 or 3 time? He'd have been like a... And maybe like a Dan Marino. But yeah, you know, like just the mm-hmm. long, curly hair, you know, whatever kind of, I don't know, California quarterback. Probably nicknamed Sunshine. All right, babe, I got it. In our <laughs> remake, we're going to mix things up. Uh-oh. We're going to get Spawn himself to play Joe. Michael J. White? Michael J. White's going to be Joe. And we're going to get Tim Tebow to play the quarterback. Who got Fuck yeah, I'm league. in! I'm fucking in! <laughs> oh shit, Tim Tebow as the last Boy Scout. Well, like I know you're switching it, but So that'll but be still. the funny part, like, because <laughs> we'll be switching it and then... <laughs> He got kicked out of the league because he just wouldn't stop praising Christ. Exactly. <laughs> That's Kurt Cameron's The Last Boy Scout. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit, what else we got? Uh, apparently a riot, uh, a riot nearly occurred during filming at the L.A. Coliseum. What? A riot in L.A.? Get the fuck out. Uh, hundreds of extras were recalled for a second day of shooting, but a last-minute decision was made to cancel the recall. So the extras were not informed of the decision and arrived expecting a day of work. They were refused pay for it by the production, and as discontent grew, they began to surge against the barrier that surrounded the set. Uh, riot police were called in to disperse the crowd. Oh, shit. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Tony Scott hated working with producer Joel Silver so much that he based the character Lee Donowitz. Uh, you know him, the uh, movie producer, cocaine user, and dealer in his next movie, True Romance. Oh, The shit. greatest romantic comedy ever made. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's based on based on Joel Silver, uh, and he made sure for him to look and act just like Joel Silver did. Okay, I love it. guys, at this point, sorry, talking about Joel Silver, um, there was a great interview of uh, writer A.L. Katz on uh, Bloody Bits Horror Show. You might know, might have heard of them once or twice. You know, Blood Bank. Um, A.L. Katz has his own podcast that's about the making of Bordello of Blood. Now that sounds like a stupid fucking idea for a podcast. That sounds amazing. It is fantastic. It is, it's called, uh, it's called How Not to Make a Movie. Look it up. And uh, at the very least, 
look up the first like seven or eight episodes that's about the making of Bordello Blood. He spins off spins off narrow things out of that, but he's got there's so many great stories about Jill Silver, Dennis Miller, uh, Corey Feldman was apparently the voice of reason on that set, which is wow. mind boggling. Check it out, guys, and uh, tell him Steve sent you. Why not? Joe Hallenbeck is physically assaulted twelve times throughout the movie. He's hit in the face seven times, hit in the back of the head three times, tasered once, and stabbed once. Oh, shit. Babe, how many times do you think they say the word fuck in this movie? 172. Close, 102. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> if you were going to hit it right on, I'm like, get off your phone. <laughs> no, babe, you know I pull everything for this podcast out of my ass. My generous 17% of the words spoken in the movie. No. <laughs> Well, baby, we reached the most important part. Mm-hmm. What did we learn <gasps> from the last Boy Scout? Oh, I mean, it's pretty obvious, but I learned Friday night's a great night for football. <laughs> you know that's at the top of my fucking list. I know. <laughs> I kind of felt bad taking it. But... No, it's all good. Oh, I got more. Uh, I learned uh, why there's an injury report in football. And it has nothing to do with DraftKings.com using promo code EILFMOVIES for... Babe, I also learned Satan Claus is out there. That's right. Yeah, that's the last one, too. <laughs> oh, Satan Claus, he's out there. You gotta be prepared. <laughs> uh, I learned bomb apparently means fuck you in Polish. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I learned sky's blue, water's wet, and I love my wife. Steve, I promise to never sleep with any of your friends or your bosses <laughs> jokes on you i don't have any friends <laughs> anyway well babe thanks for watching this movie with me thank you for watching this movie with me obviously i just fucking love it but um yeah yeah hopefully it was easy on you oh i love this movie are you kidding me yeah, yeah. Uh, are you on social media at all anywhere I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That is a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on all the social medias at Untidy Venus. You can also find my goods and wares for sale over at Etsy.com. Uh, sorry, UntidyVenus.Etsy.com. And you can find me over on Patreon. Steve, yeah. where can we find you? Oh, you can find us everywhere on all the major podcatchers under everything I learned from movies. Uh, we can hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon at E-I-L-F Movies. That's Everything I learned from movies. As we uh, wrap it up the last month here, um, going into 2023, I don't know if you've heard our episode yet, but we got some good fucking. Uh, we, oh, we got some good themes coming we up have in some 2023. Good uh, oh, it's gonna be great. Uh, and if you'd like to be on an episode, yeah, hit us up at EILF Movies. We're always looking for new guests to have on. Uh, we got Ooh, a couple yeah. this month. We got probably got a couple coming on next month. Yeah, we're all, always looking to expand the uh, EILF. <laughs> the everything I learned from universe. Yeah. <laughs> everything I learned from universe. Uh, so yeah, I guess until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And I'm Sushi. And this is everything, everything I learned from movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Oh, this is the dog. He's just been sleeping the whole time. Oh shit. <laughs> 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 <laughs>